Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast and also airing on Sky Thunder Radio. It is a blessing to have you listening in with us again today. Today's show is going to be amazing. I have a few authors of the anthology, Angels Working Overtime, compiled by the national best-selling author, Vanessa Miller. Before I have the ladies introduce themselves, I want to talk just a little bit about the theme and have a word of prayer. So the theme of Angels Working Overtime has to do with God being with us and God never leaving us, and um, even when we don't know that he's with us. Their focus scripture for this anthology is, the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear them and deliver them, Psalms 34 and 7. So I'm going to open with a word of prayer, and then I'll have the ladies introduce themselves. We have on the line um, Karen Deslins, and we have Alicia Fleming. So we're going to start with a word of prayer, and then we'll have starting, um, Karen will start by introducing herself. Father God, we thank you, oh God, for this broadcast this show yet again lord we pray oh god that those that are listening god that they would hear something oh god something from their testimonies god so that they would draw to you so that their hope would be found in you lord father we pray oh god that you would open their ears you would move the stony places of the heart god and remove the blinders, oh God, remove the blockage from their ears so that they will hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, we are talking about the anthology, Angels Working Overtime, compiled by Vanessa Miller. And today, again, we have Alicia Fleming and Karen Deslins. And Karen, can you please introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, this is Karen Deslandis, and I'm the author of Dream Angels. Thank you. And Alicia, can you tell us more about yourself as well? Uh, yes, my name is Alicia Fleming. Uh, I am the author of You Can't Take My Destiny, and I am from Mount Juliet, Tennessee, which is a suburb right outside of Nashville, about 15 minutes away, um, and Angels, I have co-authored with the other ladies on this project uh, that Vanessa had put together. Um, it's been a great opportunity for all of us. Uh, we all have connected at the Christian Book Lovers Retreat, and I'm sure we will be working together uh, in the future. Thank you. And Karen, can you tell us where you're from? Sure. I'm from the Poconos and uh, rural Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm by way of New Jersey. I'm originally from New Jersey. I've been up in the Poconos for about 15 years. Oh, wow. And I'm sorry I did say your name wrong. It's Deslandis, correct? Oh, it's okay. Everyone says it lots of different ways. 
it's fine. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with our questions about the anthology first and then just some other questions that have to do with being an author in your journey. So we'll start with Alicia. Can you tell us about your journey to becoming an author in this anthology? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, part My story in the anthology is kind of my uh, testimony as to releasing my first book. Um, I have always had a passion for reading. I started reading at an early age. My mom was a ferocious reader and, and kind of got me involved initially in reading mystery books. And then, you know, I uh, went out to do fiction and uh, romance, so a little bit of everything. Um, and so when I was young, I also started writing. Of course, like most of us, start writing in a diary. So I'd write in my diary. And as I got older and started dealing with life experiences, I started journaling. So I've been thinking, you know, as I've been getting older and looking at the latter part of my life, it's like, Lord, what is it that I really, truly love to do? I love to read. I love to write, love traveling. So I'm like, I'm going to sit down and start writing. I used to write years ago, and I found a book um, not too long ago as I was going through some of my mom's things. that It was a book that I wrote in elementary school, and she had kept it. So I bought that home with me, and I was talking to my husband about it, and he was like, well, why don't you just start writing? You know, if that's something that you truly want to do and have a desire to do, start doing it. And so I started uh, on my journey to become a published author, and along the way, uh, as I said, this is my testimony in the book, uh, are the obstacles and the distractions that I had along the way in getting my first book published. Wow, wow. And I did remember reading your part and just looking at the different things that happened, like back to back to back. So that was a lot. And Karen, can you tell us about your journey? My journey in being part of the anthology? Your journey um, to becoming an author and then being okay. a part of the anthology. Well, much like Alicia, I same thing. I've always loved to read. When I was uh, younger, I was a very bashful, quiet child, so I wasn't much for talking if you hadn't picked that up uh, here on this uh, interview. So I was one who I got lost in books and I found I can lose myself in books. And then I started writing my thoughts. So, uh, one of my aunts bought me a journal, and I started writing down my thoughts. And over the years, I have lots of journals, and I would read back on them and see. I wrote a lot of things, and like Alicia, I said, what am I supposed to be doing with this? And then I would say about in 2004, I read an advertisement for a woman's conference, and I remember saying to my husband, uh, how far is Kentucky from where we are in Pennsylvania? And he loves to drive, so he said, it's not far. It was 11 hours, but he said it wasn't far, and he drove me out to the woman's conference, and that's where I first really got the writing bug because I met a lot of incredible women there. It was called the Professional Woman Network, and I was a part of an anthology there, and that's where I really – started um, honing in my love for writing, and I worked on about four projects with them, and then I, I did uh, my own personal project. I worked on a self-published book uh, back in 2006, and then I've just been connecting with writers all over, so then a friend who knows I love to read, she went to Christian Book Lovers Retreat, 
in 2017, and I wasn't able to make it with her, so she invited me. Uh, I signed up for 2018, and, and she wasn't able to go, but I still went by myself, and I was really glad I did. And then I got the email from Vanessa calling for writers to be a part of the anthology. And during that time, I realized when she said what the subject was going to be about, about angels working overtime, I realized that was the opportunity for me to share my testimony about, uh, you know, dealing with when my father passed away because I had never written about that chapter in my life. So that's when I signed on to be a part of um, the project for Christian Book Lovers Retreat. And it was just a beautiful experience. I met a lot of amazing people. Amen. And um, just talking about the Christian Book Lovers Retreat, it was amazing. So those that are listening, if you haven't attended, please be in attendance this year. Um, So the second question for you ladies, and Alicia, you can start with this one. Um, Tell us about your favorite part of your chapter that you wrote in the anthology. Oh, wow. My favorite part... uh... My favorite part, I guess, would be overcoming the obstacles and distractions that I felt the enemy was throwing at us. Um, One of the things I did say was, like, when you start pursuing what God has called you to do, just get ready because you're going to be in the middle of some spiritual warfare. Um, And once you figure it out and say, okay, I'm headed in the right direction, um, this is it, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then you know how to handle the situation uh, even better. So my favorite part would be that, you know, we have overcome all of these obstacles that have been thrown at us, and I continue to push forward. And now when something happens or starts going wrong, I'm just like, okay, Lord, here we go. What's next? And so I would say, you know, realizing that we're overcomers, you know, like I said, in the end, we win. We just have to continue to uh, trust God and just be obedient. Amen, amen to that. And you're right, the spiritual warfare does crank up. You're like in the ring with Tyson when you know that that's what God told you to do. Um, Karen, can you tell us about your favorite part of um, your chapter in the anthology? Well, I would have to say there was a subtopic. I had subtopics, and one was called Finding Home. And I think for me, even while I was writing it, because I, um, while I was writing, a lot of this was still helping me to heal. So when I was writing the part about finding home, it really became very clear for me that that was when I really got back in right fellowship with God and really rededicated myself because once my dad was gone, like when I write in the book, I write about how exposed I felt once my father was gone and I couldn't quite reconcile that feeling like what, what was going on with that. And I felt lost and having suffered traumatic experience before my life. And I floundered. I knew the only prayer I knew how to pray is I didn't want to go floundering again and go back to that dark place. Like I've done before when I've been hurt in the past. So that was the only prayer I had the strength to pray. And when I was writing that part about finding home And it really was so therapeutic and healing to me was to realize that during that time that I felt was so troubling and felt like I was lost and floundering, that was the time I really found my way back to God. And that was just, that 
really touched me and ministered to me while I was writing it about during that time when it was the worst part for me, that was actually when I found my way back home to God. So that, was, I would say, was my favorite part, was recognizing that God was always there for me all along, waiting for me, and so I still did have a father. So that was my favorite part. Amen, amen. He is a good, good father. Um, the next question is, are you planning an independent project? Are you planning an independent project? And, Alicia, you can start with that one. Well, um, I actually, my first book that came out a couple of years ago was called uh, The Secret Between These Walls. And the sequel to that, Secrets 2, Not Perfect But Forgiven, just, was just released. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing a book signing on it this weekend. Uh, I will be working on the final book for that um, series this summer. I'll get started on it and try to have it completed by the end of the year. Um, and then I'm also working on a romance series with some other co-authors. Uh, but as far as another solo project, oh, yeah, I'm sure I will uh, do something else starting next year. Um, like I said, this is just I feel like I'm walking into my destiny. I enjoy writing. I love writing. Um, and I'm just having a good time doing it. So uh, I definitely want to do some more um, books uh, focus more so probably on women and the things that we go through and the things that we deal with and and how uh, if we just stay close to God, stay close to one another, how we can just overcome those issues that we deal with in life. Amen. And um, Karen, can you answer, tell us about anything that you're planning, an independent project that you're planning for yourself? Okay. Well, Currently on Amazon, I do have a project I worked on a couple of years ago. It's called Peeling Back the Layers, and that um, project, it's a work of nonfiction, and it's about how we as women, of course, we wear a lot of masks, and we try to hide who we truly are. So it's talking about getting to the root of the matter and peeling back all those layers so that we can truly get to who we truly are so that we can live out our destiny. So that project, is you can find that on Amazon. And right now I'm currently in the editing stages of a work of fiction that's a solo project. It's called No Longer Willing, and that's a story. Everything I write is geared towards women. Peeling back the layers, I have found that some men have read it and they have enjoyed it, but most of my writing is geared towards women. So the novel is called No Longer Willing. I'm in the editing stages, and that's about, it's a story that follows the life of three women who are in different uh, stages of relationships, and what each of them is going to be faced with in the story is how much of this self they're willing to sacrifice in the name of love or for the sake of love. And on Facebook, on my Facebook page, um, I have a Facebook page. It's under Institute of Self-Discovery. I, I used to put up these devotions called Dear Heart Devotions. So now I'm turning that into an ebook project where I want to expand the devotions because I put them up as snippets, but I want to expand those devotions. So I'm working on putting that up as an ebook, which will be called Dear, it will be Dear Heart Devotions. And that's, again, geared towards women really just dealing with matters of the heart and getting to really the heart of the matter and not just dealing with the symptoms of all the things that we go through, 
but really dealing with the heart. And some of that's taking a hard look at ourselves sometimes and not always looking outward as if the problem's outward, but really looking at ourselves and being honest so that we can truly walk in our destiny. But we can't do that if we're not willing to be honest and deal with areas that we might even need to grow in ourselves. So those are the two solo projects I'm working on. Sounds great. Sounds great. Um, the next question is, what other plans do you have as a published author? Not just writing, but what other plans? What are some of your dreams? Um, Alicia? Well, um, last year I became an independent travel agent. So one of the things, as I was, had stated earlier, I love is read, reading, writing, and traveling. So I'm going to, at some point in time, incorporate all three of those together. So I've been in corporate America for quite some time and, and looking at retiring, hopefully, in the next few years. Um, so I definitely want to pursue those areas where I'll be able to be an entrepreneur, uh, will be able to continue to write and publish my books, also uh, have my own, of course, uh, travel agency and have my clientele and customers built up. Uh, and at some point in time, you know, hopefully just be able to have some downtime and, and be able just to sit down and crank out books and read books. I have books, tons of books piled up that I would love to read and haven't had a chance to read uh, because I'm either writing or uh, working on something. So uh, I just want to continue writing, continue pursuing uh, my destiny and to see what the next few years bring. Amen. Amen. Um, those that are, listening in, some of our listeners. Can you please mute your lines? And Karen, the same question. Are there any other plans, dreams that you have as a published author? I'm going to one of the dreams I have always had, I don't even think I shared this with anyone. Like I said, I had found it started an organization several years ago called Institute of Self-Discovery, which was for women, designed for women in transition. And I found myself in the last couple of years really looking at rebranding that to decide which direction I wanted to go. And I retired, Alicia, it's a beautiful thing. I retired, two, it's two years, of the first of this month, it's been two years. And I've been volunteering with children in the foster care system and also with an agency that works with children in the foster care system and also with women who have come out of domestic violence situations. And I find as a published author, I think something that's in me is I want to really learn more about the publishing business and helping other people tell their stories. Because as much as I like to write, I want to also give that to other people. So even I want to find a way to the clientele that I work with really help them because I feel like writing is a very personal thing. It's very, ther you know, therapeutic, and I want to figure out a way to bring that to the clientele I work with and do workshops for people to help them to tell their stories and also become published authors themselves. That's one of the dreams other than writing myself, is to help other people tell their stories. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome for both both of you ladies. Um, and I pray that all of that comes to pass. Um, the next question, we have a few more questions. Um, 
What advice would you give to those that don't believe or are struggling with their faith in God? As I was reading through your both of your stories, I know that, you know, that anthology will help someone. So what advice would you give to those that don't believe or maybe they're wavering or struggling with believing in God? And Karen, you can go ahead and answer that question. For me, I would definitely tell people don't isolate themselves because if you remember in the beginning part when I gave some of my backstory, one of the mistakes I definitely think I made was isolating myself when I was going through my challenges. I didn't want to be around people, and then that wasn't helping to build my faith. You have to be around faith-minded people because if you're left to your own devices and you're listening and you got the devil in your ear and and you're telling yourself your own sad story, it's, it's just going to compound the problem. And you're not, with all of that in your ear, you're not going to hear God. So even when going through, when I talk about dealing with, you know, going through the challenges of when my father passed, but the difference in that was I had learned how to share with other people and not isolate myself and stay around the conversation with those who I knew had stronger faith than me, so it was helpful to me to keep my mind in the conversation of faith to counteract all the other conversations in my head and having the devil tell me, see, God don't care about you. This is not going to work out. It was, it was much different than how I went through earlier in life and how I went through this time, even though I was struggling, but I stayed around people and stay connected to people. So if you're struggling with your faith, uh, stay around people. Do not isolate yourself because that's where the devil wants to get you. If you can be isolated, then he, he has the full platform. He's, he's, you know, he has all access to you to just say what he wants to say, and you're not strong enough to counteract that. But if you're around people pouring into you when you're not strong enough to, you know, pour into yourself and receive things yourself, it'll help to build up your faith whether you realize it's happening or not. Because I didn't realize my faith was being built while I was going through and until I needed to exercise it. And I hadn't realized how strong my faith had come only because I stayed in the conversation. So don't isolate yourself when you're going through. I totally agree with that. Um, Alicia, can you tell us um, the advice you would give to someone who may be struggling in their faith or just um, struggling to believe or don't even believe? Oh, wow. Uh, I agree with Karen as far as definitely not isolating yourself. Um, Growing up in a a house of faith, I've always had, you know, faith as as a young child. And like many times, we often stray away and then we come back. But just immerse yourself in the word. I mean, when you are going through these challenging times or when you are under attack like this, you've got to immerse yourself in the word. Go through the scripture, pull out scriptures that are relevant to what you're going through. Like like the word says, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that we have dealt with or think that we're going to deal with has already been put in the Bible at some point in time. So just immerse yourself in the word of God. Uh, like Karen said, don't isolate yourself. That is like the worst thing that people can do. And oftentimes we want to do that because we want to have a pity party. But as my pastor said, the only person at the pity party is you and the devil. And like she said, he has that 
time to just focus and say these things to you. And if you're not counteracting that, it will put you in a very dark place. Um, the other thing is praise and worship. You know, many times when I was going through stuff, there would be days, like I said, it was just hard for me to even get out of bed um, because sometimes we don't want to deal with the pain. We don't want to face the pain. We want to have the pity party, but put you some praise and worship music on, even if you're at work. And also, you know, share your testimony, share what you're going through, like she said, with stronger Christians or people that are like-minded, people that you know can pray for you and can pray with you, regardless of how painful it is. Um, share your story with others, because a lot of times we don't want to share. We don't want people to know our business. We don't know, want people to know what we're going through, but we might look good on the outside, but we may be falling apart on the inside. So, Definitely don't isolate yourself. Stay in the Word. Stay in praise and worship. And talk to others and pray with others. Amen, amen. Um, And our next question is, it's another advice question, but this one is just a general question. What advice would you give to other aspiring Christian authors? And Karen, you can start with that question. Well, I would definitely tell them to go to the Christian Book Lovers Retreat. That really would be my uh, my advice. It's a it's a beautiful atmosphere to meet other Christian authors. They have lots of workshops there that can help you and let you know how to get into the business, how to structure a book that's truly a Christian book versus a book that has you know church you know information in it or things of that nature. Be around people who are doing what you want to do and make sure you just, um, just like with any profession you want to be in, get around people who are doing what you, you want to do and just learn from them. There's lots of Christian authors. If you go on the Christian uh, Book Lovers Retreat website or if you, if you read Christian authors, if you're already a reader of Christian fiction, reach out to those authors. There's a lot more out there than you realize that are willing. And I, that was one thing I really learned and appreciated at the Christian Book Lovers Retreat is if you reach out to those authors that you really admire, a lot of them are really willing to offer, offer advice and assistance to new authors um, and to offer you a little guidance along the way. So I would definitely say that's like a start to, um, to get you started. That's a great, great advice as well. Um, Alicia, can you answer the same question? What advice would you give to other aspiring Christian authors? Right, right, right. I tell people, Mm -hmm. write something. Try to write something every day if you can. If nothing but a sentence or a couple of paragraphs, at the end of the year or at the end of six months, you would be surprised at how much you have written down. Um, And like Karen said, when you reach out to these other authors, whether they're national best-selling authors or not, everybody that I've encountered has been more than helpful. I mean, they have been willing to uh, pour into me, encourage me, um, like Karen said, at the Book Lovers Retreat, you meet some amazing women, um, and you can you can email these women, you can call them, you can text them, and they will respond to you. Hey, what do you need help with? Uh, I have one lady that I've connected with at the Christian Book Lovers Retreat. She is just every now and then she'll send me an encouraging message. Hey, how are things going? Um, so just yeah, just don't give up. Write some every day um, and invest in yourself. So invest in going to these conferences, invest in going to workshops, 
uh, reach out to the authors. We are all more than willing to help one another. And I think that has been one of the most beautiful things that I have learned through this process and in becoming a published author is that we all are connected. We are all here to help one another. Mm-hmm. I agree with that because, I, and I can mm-hmm. say the same thing with the authors. The Christian authors I have met have been amazing. Um, I just thank God for them, for them just stepping in and helping me as well. Um, the next question is, who has been um, an inspiration to you? If there's anybody specific, um, Alicia, you want to start with that question? As far as authors or just in general? Just in general. Oh, wow. Hmm. It would probably be my mom. I mean, she's not here, you know, to see what I'm doing right now, but it would definitely be my mom. Uh, There were some educators along the way uh, when I was growing up that poured into me as well. Um, So it would have to be my mom, my family, and some of the teachers that I had uh, growing up that encouraged me along the way. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And Karen, um, same question. Who has been an inspiration to you on this journey? Well, I would definitely say my first inspiration was my cousin, Tracy, uh, who passed away. Uh, We grew up together. We were the same age. And, you know, I used to always tell her stories. And the way I guess I told the story, she would laugh and say, you have got to write a book. So she inspired me. She, like, she said it so much, she made me think I could do it. So I... She inspired me to work on my first project. It was my first project. I was learning, but she inspired me. She supported me. And then in more recently, it's always my parents. They have always supported and encouraged me, you know, to try new things, you know, take a chance, see what you can do. And they've always been supportive. And my uh, my husband and my children, like I told you earlier, my husband drove me all the way to a conference 11 hours away because it was something I said I really wanted to do. And he's always been encouraging uh, to tell me, you know, try it, you know, just try it. If you want to do it, I believe you can do it. Just try it and it gives me the space to do that. And then, of course, my children, they they support mom always, and they tell their friends to support mom. So definitely my family, having a strong family has been uh, really a blessing. Amen, amen. And, ladies, I noticed there are a couple people on the line. So, those is there anyone on the line that would like to ask um, either Alisa, Alicia, I'm sorry, or Karen a question? Yes, I would. Go ahead. My tell name us your name. Terry. My name is Terry Hunt. I'm calling from Memphis, Tennessee. This question is for Alicia Fleming. Alicia, when you started writing your book, were you ever afraid of a backlash from family members? Because I notice when I talk about writing a book, it's always don't put our business out in the street. But if you're telling your story and they just happen to be in the family, how do you handle that? Because a lot of people always seem to have a problem when you start talking about writing your story. I think that goes back to what I had said earlier that uh, we as a race always went, well, we don't want to talk about that. We want to be quiet. We don't want to share our testimony mm-hmm. with everyone. Um, I didn't tell my family that I was writing a book until after it was done. 
Uh, my husband and my daughter knew that I was working on my book, but nobody mm-hmm. else in my family knew it until I was ready to publish. And I'm like, by the way, you guys, I'm about to publish my first book. And so I didn't really get backlash. I think everybody was wondering, well, what is this book going to be about? And right. even after the book came out, it's, it's Christian fiction, but even after the book came out, I had people that were reading the book were saying, well, were you talking about such and such and such and such and this church? And I'm like, no, this is Christian fiction. No, okay. I'm not talking about anybody that you know. Uh, I would say if you are wanting to write your book, you write your book. You know, if God has ordained this and this is something that he wants you to do, you have to be obedient to him before you are a man. Right. right. Well, I appreciate that. That was very helpful because a lot of times fear keeps us from moving forward. Right. And don't let fear don't let fear stop you. Faith over fear. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank Amen. You. Thank you for that question. And is there anyone else that would like to ask either Karen or Alicia a question? Okay, ladies. Um, Karen, do you have any final thoughts? I just want to say thank you um, to you for having us on, and also thank you to the Vanessa Miller at the Christian Book Lovers Retreat for the opportunity to work and to meet some amazing authors and women. And just to anybody out there listening, just go for your dreams. Whatever God has put in you to pursue, to to go after, that's who you have to answer to ultimately. So go after what God has purposed you to do and and go at it hard like you would for anything else and fulfill your destiny and just always stay in faith, stay in prayer, stay encouraged, and just keep pursuing. You chase after God, pursue God, and watch how he manifests himself in your life when you let go of that fear and listen to his voice above all other voices in your life. Listen to his voice and follow his guidance and watch how he shows up in your life. You'll be amazed. You think you're enjoying life now. Watch how you begin to really enjoy it when you're really walking in your destiny. So that would be my last words to anyone. Amen, amen. Uh, Alicia, any final thoughts? Uh, I just ditto everything Karen just said. Just pursue your passion, pursue your destiny. Um, And like she said, if you think you're living now, wait until you start walking into what God has prepared and ordained for you. Um, To me, he he shows up like never before. When you are on that path that he wants you to be on, he will open the doors. He will put the people in place trust us. He has done it. I'm sure from Karen will ditto this as well. He has done it for me along the way from the start all the way to now. I mean, he will continue to line his people up, put them in place, put them where they need to be. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that there are divine, these are divine appointments or uh, relationships that we are building with one another. And at the end, he wants us to connect with one another. He wants us to be kingdom building, you know, along the way, regardless of what we're doing, whatever type of business, whether you're an author, whether you're a business person, he wants his people to connect so that his kingdom will continue to flourish. Amen. Amen. That's 
so true, so true. And um, Alicia, how can people contact you or connect with you? Uh, I have a website. Uh, it is aliciaclemonsfleming.com. Uh, I am also on Facebook as Alicia Clemens Fleming or Alicia Fleming Author. I'm also on Instagram, Alicia Fleming as well, uh, Twitter also, um, and by email. Uh, you can reach out to me at aliciaclemonsfleming at gmail.com. Um, and I would love to hear from you, love to get some feedback. So like I said, I'm on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. I'm learning all this technology with the young people nowadays. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, they will show you. Um, Karen, how can people reach out to you? Well, they can reach out to me either. Email is karen.selfdiscovery.com. I have a website at www.instituteofselfdiscovery.com. I'm also on Facebook. My Facebook page is Institute of Self-Discovery. I'm also on Instagram at Karen.SelfDiscovery, and Twitter is the same handle, Karen.SelfDiscovery. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for sharing your testimonies, sharing with your information with everybody on this show today. And I just pray blessings for you. I'm going to go ahead and pray, pray out, and then we can um, close out. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your women of God. Father, we pray, O oh God, for Karen and Alicia, Lord God, that you would just flourish them in the way that you send them out, God, that you will make a way out of no way, Lord, that you will cover their families, God. We pray, oh, God, that what you give them, oh, God, that will touch many across the world. Father, we bless you, and we pray that somebody was blessed from listening to this interview today. Lord, we give you glory and we give you honor and give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. We thank God for you. Please reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Join the Hope in Christ Book Club. And please stay tuned for my latest Hope in Christ journal, um, Bible journal called Is This English Class or Bible Study? Um, it is a tool to be able to dig deeper in the word, and um, I thank you all for tuning in. Be blessed, hope in Christ, and continue to walk in your true identity in him.